But this is a dirty game, bro. And what I've always said is all is fair in love, war, and challenges. 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 Welcome to another edition of Love, War, Challenges. I am MTV Malik, and I'm joined by Antonio, Becky, and the... A.K.A. Bananas, the GOAT. Holy shit. <laughs> oh, man. I've been practicing all week for that. That is so that much better time. than my intro. It's all in the roll of the tongue. All in the roll of the tongue. It's amazing. Thank you it's very not, much. It's not my fault that I have no R in my name, okay? Well, your parents, you know, if they knew better, they would have do better. What they should have done is name me Rebecca, so that way I don't have the stupid Becky Your with name's really Becky? Song. It is legally Becky. Oh, my God. I this? never knew that. Yeah. No, yeah. my name is technically Becky. Actually, no, I'm not even going to tell this story because if this gets out, it'll be all over the place. So never in the mind. <laughs> <laughs> my parents right. gave me the whitest name in history. So. No, it, no. The whitest name in history is uh, Kirsten. What? What? Kirsten. Kirsten even, is the whitest name. I disagree. Paul is the whitest name. Dude, do you know how many songs have no, no, no. this general white girl name and her name is Becky? It's generic, but it's not the most whitest. And the whitest guy name is either Cecil or Biff. Cecil? Okay, Cecil. I have one Cecil and he's black. <laughs> like, <what>? Really? <laughs> yeah, one ever in my life and he's black. Okay, because technically my name was supposed to be hyphenated. It was supposed to be as my first name. But the nurse messed up and oh, made yeah. my middle name. That is so much more whiter. I was that supposed to be white. Degree first. <laughs> Versus right. the slutty uber white girl. All right. We're going to set race relations for this podcast back. But uh, how was your guys' week so far? Anything exciting going on? I finished my Marvel movie adventure, whatever you want to call it. So I just saw Endgame. Awesome. Oh, how awesome was Endgame? Tony Stark is still alive. I don't care what anyone says. Don't, I don't want to hear any explanations. <laughs> Tony wait, Stark is still alive. Listen. I, I need you to listen. Listen. No. That <laughs> dead. No, he's not. He's dead. <laughs> no, he's not. He's alive. <laughs> he's dead. He cashed out. He's getting seventy million a movie. He don't. He's like, I don't have to be Iron Man anymore. I'm fucking out. So the whole thing was good. I think um, Infinity War and Endgame were my two favorites out of the whole entire. Um, well, yeah, the, 20- as they should be. Yeah, the scope of those movies was just so large. I mean, I don't really clap inside the theater, but when I was watching Endgame, it's like fuck. I can't even help it. Oh, I mean, my God. When they all came out. Oh, Jesus. Oh my, I got yo, goosebumps. Yeah, when he put his hand out and the, and oh. Thor's hammer came in and he just goes, Avengers Assemble, everybody charged. That was the shit. No, oh, well, my God. Best part of the movie. Best part of the movie. So you know, I knew spoilers before it happened because, like, I didn't care for it when I knew spoilers. But when um Tony hugged Peter, that got me. I was like, shit. Like, oh, yeah. no. 
You like have a heaven. heart. Oh like, my God. Shit. I didn't you do have a heart. Somewhere deep like, down. Damn, that, that hit me. I, was like, <laughs> I know. And then realizing when he died at the end, like yeah. how upset he was. Oh, it, this is going to make Far From Home so sad. Yeah, that's a fact. All right. So, uh, how was your week? I fucking hate you. <laughs> if you start calling me that, I quit. Last I time. quit on you. Uh, last time. Last time. Promise. Well, I got a snake, a little pet snake, uh, a ball python, who I named Carly. Bullshit. You should have named it Shane. Car and Polly oh, together. Cara. Carly. Cara would have been better. No, Cara no, sucks. I hate Cara. But it's not I, a real I'm... name for a pet. <laughs> Carly's a real name for a pet. Why would you I can not name your child that too? Please don't. Please don't. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> uh, All right. Vero, how's your week? I didn't do anything. I'm oh, sorry. God. I'm boring. <laughs> Make up something. For once, I was bored. Uh, I saw Aladdin. That was pretty cool. That's a good movie. I saw that too. I was worried about Will Smith and Aladdin. I was like, is he going to oh, be too Will Smith? Like Wild Wild West Will Smith? I like how he, like, he brought his swag, too. Like, I, I just love yeah. him. Um, my week wasn't so bad. Uh, I got the first shipment of t-shirts the, uh, for shop Love War Challenges. I was not happy with them. Um, I do oh. got to work some things out logistically and quality-wise. I do think we're going to get there, but it might just delay the opening of the shop for a little bit. You know, I'm working really hard on trying to keep the prices down. You know, I don't want to gouge our customers. Uh, if I could get them in for the bare minimum, but doing that, is uh, it's definitely going to be a quality issue. So I'm trying to find the median balance for that. Um, besides that, you know, just flying through my courses, working. I just flew my uh, my daughter out here from California. So I got a full house. It's been crazy. You know, besides that, just catching up on, uh, you know, on the island. Before we go ahead and jump into the episode, I got something to ask. And this is going to go to Antonio. Oh, God. So, Antonio, yo, yo, what's up with your pops? He's out here acting a whole fool. <laughs> trying to pull a Kanye, trying to pull a Kanye West. Oh like, my god! Yo, it was a with that? joke. Holy shit! Come on, it's I, funny. He was doing it for the heart of the challenge. Look, love and hip hop. That's who won, right? I can't remember the top of my head. Yeah, yeah. So you have a show. Yeah, I get they're all from Viacom, whatever it is, what it is. But the show has it. It's an MTV award show. Love and hip hop does not air on MTV. So you know. Man, I was like, you know what? My show, that's the pretty much the heart and soul of MTV. You know, besides, you know, ridiculousness that plays 18 hours a day. <laughs> and Teen Mom. I was going to oh, say Teen, Teen Mom. Mom. No, but... Teen Mom. Catfish. Catfish. Yes. Oh, my God. I yeah, Catfish. All right. I love Catfish. Competition show, whatever you want to call it. They are the heart and soul of MTV. Bananas, so you know what? This show barely gets enough recognition by MTV itself, so let me do it myself. And he did what he had to do. It brought a lot of attention to him, it brought a lot of attention to MTV, and it brought a lot of attention to the challenge. And Wait, uh, so maybe you, if it had it got cut out. Oh, yeah, that sucked. And I, <laughs> well, I, I, the I, reason why they said it, it got cut out because they didn't want to take the light away from love and hip-hop, which I understand. But in the in the in that moment, you had to do what you had to do. Well, none of you guys see this kind of a jerk off move. It sure was a jerk off move when Kanye did it. 
I laughed when Kanye did it. I was like, oh, it's pretty funny. That was kind of fucked up. When Kanye did it, it was wrong because it was Taylor Swift. Okay. Ew, I hate Taylor Swift. So whoa, 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 she whoa, whoa, was whoa, like just on. starting out and she was young and yeah. everything. So she's like this cute little girl. But like she's a teenager, you know, and then he did that shit. So he looked like a ridiculous old man. We are not about to bash Taylor Swift at all. We are. Taylor Swift I will. is the truth. And listen, I'm, I'm going to say this straight up and down. Straight up and down. Now listen. Give me this mic. Listen. No. Taylor Swift is better than... Oh, <laughs> I don't know about that. Not only can she sing better, she sells more albums, and she's better looking and more talented. Oh. You're going to have a and lot people hated of us before. Yeah. We just lost a good portion of our people. You oh, wait, oh, wait. Listen, if you think that's bad, she's also better than... Oh, my God. I knew you were going to do that. No, honestly, no. No, honestly I don't like... And she got a fatter butt than... <laughs> shut up. Uh, <laughs> Let me just tell you to shut up before we all get mobbed and killed in the middle of the street. All right, enough of that. So let's go ahead and move on to episode three of The Island. Woohoo! That was, man, wasn't even necessary, but okay, <laughs> moving on. <laughs> all right, exactly. At the start of the show, we see that alliances have clearly been formed. So this is how it breaks down. We have the mob, which consists of Johnny, Bananas, Kenny, Dunbar, and Johanna, and Paula, and, you know, Derek to a certain degree. The other side is going to be Rachel, Ev, Jen, Kelly, Ryan, and these sources are going to be the main point of conflict for the rest of the season. Everybody else, for the most part, are uh, outsiders or swing votes. So let's size them up. Who has the edge in the females versus the mob? Becky. I got to give it to the mob. The mob has strength. Honestly, overall, they're more likely to to kill everything that they're put into. But yeah, no, I honestly give it to the mob. Okay. Bananas. I mean, it's easily the mob. I mean, just look at it. The mob has more numbers. And look at the island so far. It's a man's game as of right now. The, the men look at the taking control. And, you know, the mob has, what, for the, for the strongest man in the game. So, I mean, the, the odds are looking pretty good. All right. Beto. So, I think that the, the mob definitely has the advantage here. It's more than obvious that this game is going off of numbers. So, if you're not with the mob, you're getting left behind. So, I definitely think that the girls are going to have to do some more work and convincing to get numbers to sway their way. It's crazy because the ladies' side is stacked. You've got Rachel, Ev, and Jen, uh, Kellyanne. I mean, these girls are bosses. A lot of these girls are multiple winners. Like, uh, I think Ab said it best. How is it that the dumbest people are running the game? <laughs> uh, I think they're just strong personalities. I think the strongest personalities kind of persevere, and that's Johnny and Kenny. They're very overwhelming in the long run to everybody else. So I think that's why, in the end, people are more drawn to them. Because it's a numbers game. It doesn't matter if it was, like, all the smart people together. If you don't have the numbers, it doesn't matter which you are. Facts. I think. Elaborate. Why do you think technically the dumbest people are running the game? Wait, no, they're not dumb. To take my facts back. <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't say they were dumb. I just said it doesn't matter if you're smart or dumb. The numbers are what count. You kind of have to be smart to dominate the game. You can't have... You can't be, like, 
stupid and like to control, you know, like if you, you have to know how this game is played, you have to go with experience and smartness. If you don't have that, the odds of you going far and even winning are, aren't likely. So Johnny, Kenny, Dunbar, Johanna, Paul, and Derek, I would say are easily one of the smartest people to play the game. Dunbar is smart. <laughs> well, I only said his name. He's part of the mob. I mean, I even don't even think Johanna is technically, or even Paula are considered to like, be intelligent, you know, heavyweights. They're smart enough to align themselves with stronger people. Ah, uh, yeah, I like that. I like that. I think in the end, that's more about friendships, though. They've built friendships with them. So I I think that's also a good point because Rachel said that earlier. She said the people who's going to make it through this game are the people who've built strong, lasting relationships. That's going to go deeper than just one season. Well, you have to be smart enough. You know, when you first met uh, when you first met whoever you're trying to align with, to have a good first impression, to have to be smart enough to make sure your friendship lasts long. If you're just using that person, then you're not really smart. All right, let's go ahead and move on to our first headline. Bananas. So, yeah. Billy, please stop doing that. Just, just stop. What do you so, do? Yeah, he just, yeah. I don't, I don't need your fucking ad libs. This is a Migo. <laughs> Thank you. It's not like you're not going to play music over him anyway. I'll probably just cut him out. So, Kellyanne is on the stove, chefing it up, and here comes Bananas to take over. Kellyanne accuses Bananas of being rude and doing it to pocket more food. After that, Ev joins the battle and states Bananas got a key because Abram quit, basically invalidating his perceived achievements. Bananas says he earned it and goes on to bash the girls for their flawed strategy. Fine, if you want to cook that bad, you can't. I just, I already started. I don't understand why it's a problem unless you just want to keep giving yourself more food. We need more food than you're- Why? Yeah. You can't eat your own fat? You want to happen, you anorexic bitch? Shut up! Jai, you're going to go after her when you got a key because the other guy quit? Are you serious? I earned my key. Oh, I'm pretty sure everyone was trying to get you out even though he begged because to leave. You dumb retards tried to get some stupid strategy. Where if we keep Abe here, we get two keys and he goes home, which was the stupidest strategy ever because I'm still here. I'm still, I'm not going anywhere. Oh my God, I know. I, I know. Anywhere. I curse it every day. I know. I actually like the fact that you're here. We need more weak girls around here. Now, let me ask you, is this a case of the girls getting bullied by bananas, or is Johnny justified in his behavior after the failed coup? Vero. Well, what do you mean by is he justified um, after his failed coup? Is, is, is it okay that he's acting like this? Because they did just try to take him out. You don't have to be nice to the people who's coming for you. Oh, no. I don't think his behavior is okay. Like, calling people anorexic bitch is, like, completely unacceptable. Um... I don't really think that he's bullying the girls necessarily. I think at this point, it's more like Kellyanne and then Evelyn's behavior. Like, but that's it. I mean, he appears to be okay with the other girls at this point. So I wouldn't call it a whole group of girls, just the two. But I don't think his behavior is completely justified because you shouldn't talk to people whether you're on top or down low. All right. Bananas. I mean, the words he used aren't the best. They're not right. But I mean, the, I mean, his, like, he's allowed to be mad, and he's allowed to, like, you know, be, like, spiteful towards them. Like, if someone just voted you in, you're not going to be 
best friends or be nice to them a few hours after, the next day after. No, that's not how it works. So, I mean, what else do you want them to do? The words he said aren't right, but you can't blame him for his behavior. Okay, Becky? I mean, I agree uh, with the situation being that they were obviously trying to have him eliminated and sent home. So, yeah, I can understand his, you know, sense of aggression towards them. I don't like the wordings. I don't like the way he's portraying himself to be right now, because this is the reason why he gets called misogynistic. It's because of the way he does it. And a portion of it is he just doesn't know how to express himself in a way where he's not going for low blows. So I don't like it. I don't think anybody should. But I can see why he is crabby. All right. And, you know, and getting real personal and going after low blows, that is a sign of immaturity. Yeah. But moving on. In the meantime. Yes, preach. I will. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> tell him. You better tell Seriously, him. though. I'm glad oh. that you said that because I feel like a lot of people, like, they think it's justified when they take low blows like that. Just an immature move. It just means, you know, you're not able to. And, and this is funny because he's a Penn State grad. But it also means, you know, he can't articulate himself intelligently enough to, you know, to to, to smack him around without going so low. Uh, like, even personal, you can get personal. Like, I like to get real personal and take stinging blows without using foul language or going after, like, people's looks or stuff like that, you know? So I love doing that. Like, that's really what gets my rocks off. But moving on. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so telling people to s*** your whole doesn't get your rocks off. <laughs> okay, I'm not perfect, but I try. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> that one, I met your flaws. You admitted it. Mark the calendar. This will never uh, happen again. It just really aired me out on that one. But <laughs> facts are facts. All right, so in the meantime and in between time, Johnny plans on getting rid of Kellyanne and Ev uh, him and Kelly has been fighting all season and Ev has identified Bananas as the leader and pretty much a social terrorist. We also have Robin freaking out, being paranoid, and wanting to win. At this point, this is her sixth season and she made two finals in the Gauntlet 2 and 3 and has a 1-1 one one elimination record. She's peripherally aligned with the mob, but what does Robin have to do to ensure her first victory this season? She's a quick crying. <laughs> <laughs> so a little bit of toughness yeah she needs some tough skin <laughs> fuck <laughs> robin needs to stop being paranoid she needs to start stop freaking out because every single time she seems to lose a lot of times it seems or that people get agitated with her don't want to be around her it's because she flips out and it gets on everybody's nerves and i mean you just got to calm down center yourself stop being so crazy because it if you're anxious, that's going to make me anxious. And I don't want anxious people around me. So I think that's what she needs to do, whether or not she's ever going to be able to calm her crazy streak. Lord knows. Godspeed to that woman. All right. Bananas. Yeah, I agree. I, agree. I, mean, I feel like she plays like a, like a scared game type of thing where like mm. she, she's confident in herself up until she gets like a, until she loses that's when it starts to go downhill and, and she loses like all confidence. Like she doesn't want to be there anymore. That's what it feels like. So if she can get rid of that 
um, scared gameplay, then she'll be fine. All right. Well, one of the things she believes is her first step is to target the rookies. Next time around, we need to say it needs to be three girls that go in there. No, no hard feelings against anybody here, but you have my back since day one. I, rookies got to go. When it comes down to deliberating for the face-off, the plan is to get rid of the newbies. That's that's the veteran and tradition that we have to follow. I'm really not trying to like make alliances or like do some shady. Like take people behind. I used to be like that. Like, I used to be the person that was like, would like show up and would be like, who can I like, like to get on my side? What am I gonna go meet people in the woods and say, hey, 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 if you don't vote for me, I won't vote for you. Well, you know what? That never worked for me. The only things that work in this game are really deep, deep relationships or friendships. At dinner time, everybody is complaining and fighting over the small portions of fish. Rachel runs up on Ryan and tells him to get to the kitchen and get food because it's all out. Ryan approaches Kenny and Johanna, and they dine Robin out, who denies it. Now, there's video proof of Robin dipping her fork into the pot and taking a piece of fish. Robin says Kenny is stirring the pot, and she feels entitled because of all the housekeeping she does, and now she feels attacked. I mean, stop the presses. Holy shit, Robin feels attacked. Fucking newsflash. Wow. Never. Who's eating chips? Nobody. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) What are you hearing? Your mic. Which leads into our next headline. Robin versus Johanna. She didn't know me. Why the f*** she get in your face? Because she's me. Right. Just tell Johanna, let's do it right now. Ready. I'm not too thrilled about, like, just Johanna's attitude thus far. Joe, you ready to go in on face-off? Me and you? Does that make you feel like a better no, woman? D- no, it doesn't. I'm just curious okay. when you want to go. You're gonna I wait. don't want to go. You're going to wait till they sail off? Yeah, yeah. And wave at I'm you on the island? I'm going to wait until the last week till somebody gives me the key. That's your game plan, then? To your way to the end? Oh. Wow. Because I like him. Why do you him? So Robin isn't a big fan of uh, Johanna's plan to fuck her way on a boat. At this point, Robin, Jen, and any other female not in the mob dislikes the fuck to the finish strategy. Kenny seems to think that there's a genuine connection and it's not all about a key. So let me ask you guys, what is your opinion about the fuck to the finish strategy? Becky. I think you get there how you, however you can. If you think that, you know, getting together with somebody, whether you sleep with them or flirt with them or hang out with them, whatever, um, that they're going to get you to the end, there's no point in not trying. But eventually she's going to have to prove herself to get a key. I honestly think that whole fight was stupid. And I think Johanna was just baiting her. I think it was a purposeful thing of her just trying to get under Robin's skin because Robin was acting like, her normal, paranoid, crazy self thinking that Johanna is going to have one up on her with the guys. So I honestly think that a strategy is a strategy. And if you can't complete it, then don't diss on other people who can. All right. Bananas, how do you feel about the fuck to the finish strategy? I mean, honestly, I think it's stupid. I think if you're not there to compete, why even show up? And honestly, I can't remember when someone with that strategy even made the final or won a final. Uh, Brad and Tori. 
that they well, were married. They were yeah, they were married. So, I mean, I, so no one on no one on the challenge was single. Met someone on the challenge, same season. Slept together the whole entire show and made the final together. I haven't seen Kyle. Kyle. Camilla. Kyle. Camilla. Thank you. You are wrong, sir. Did Kyle win? <laughs> Did Kyle win? Ashley. He didn't, he didn't win. You said final. You Ashley final. is also known for doing this. She even coined the term Paula Dicking. Let's remember Ooh, that. That's a fact. Yeah. Paula Dicking can get you so far. If you're not there to compete, you're not going far. Kyle was there to compete. Like His sole reason wasn't just to sleep with people. I mean, maybe it was. But I mean, like... He <laughs> Have struggled. you looked at Kyle? Yes, his sole mission but, is to sleep with people. He was also there to compete. He, he gave an effort every single competition. It's not like, let's say in this season, Johanna just didn't do one single um, challenge to get a key. And she just tried sleeping with Kenny a long time. She's not getting a key. So like that strategy won't work. All right. Veto. But yeah, her strategy sucks to the finish. I mean, you could do it. You don't have to talk about it, though. Yeah, that's a fact. They don't have to really say shit. When did Robin and Kenny fuck? (laughs) Oh, (laughs) I I want to know that, because I During the off season, season, they weren't together during a season. They did. They got together afterwards. They were together together or they just fucked? No, I think they just hooked up. Oh. I think I think that spanned a couple of seasons, if I remember correctly. Yeah, because I I saw her tell her or tell her like, oh, why did you fuck him? I'm like, wait a second, what? Oh yeah, no no <laughs> I no, no. Rob, yeah, no, Robin definitely smashed uh, Kenny. Lucky. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so speaking of smashing Kenny, right now, and <laughs> <laughs> your guys' opinion opinion is Kenny being used and don't know it, being used and don't care, or not being used at all. I mean, I'm sure hooking up with him has its perks, so I don't really think that he's being used necessarily. Probably, but he probably doesn't see it that way. And I don't think I would either if I was hooking up with him. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Becky. I think he's being used and he doesn't care. I mean, what man really does? That's (laughs) a fact. Oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) So fucked up. Oh my. (laughs) <laughs> that's all you have to say oh my girl really yeah alright <laughs> right, bananas uh, I think at um, this point Kenny doesn't care he has his key he's controlling the game and if he's getting his action he's getting his he's, he's having fun doing what he's doing so like he's not really complaining Johanna's really the one that's being screwed over if she can't you know win anything so Kenny's living life right now he kind of right. looks like the man. Let's just be honest. He looks like. That's a fact. Move on. So now we got an airdrop. Today is the girl's turn to go out to get the drop, and Banana uses this as a scouting combine. The airdrop contains eggs, oranges, chocolate, and pieces for the boat. The team is trying to piece together the boat, and Bananas have questions. Robin has selling experience, but won't share this with Bananas. She's not in the alliance. So... Should Robin have shared some of the boat expertise and would it have helped her position with the mob? Or is it a good idea to keep this info to herself? I mean, until she knows where they're kind of falling with her, I think she's smart to keep it close to the vest because they don't know how much she does know, just knows that she knows how to sail. So then she does become very useful in the long run, not sharing that information. 
So I think she has a very good technique. All right. Bananas? Honestly, she should have just completely lied to them. She knows she's not going to be in their alliance. And might as well, you know, get their hopes up and just completely lie to them. If they say left, you say right. Have them confused. Keep yourself in the game by thinking, you know, oh, I helped you out. Now you help me out when it comes to any voting. But Robin missed the opportunity, so who knows how it'll play out. All right. You feel like she dropped the ball. Yeah, I mean, why? It was a perfect opportunity for her to get on their good side. And she could easily just, like, backstab them without knowing it until the end. All right. Veto. Personally, I think that she should have um, just told them a little bit to try to lure herself into their alliance. And then, uh, you know, more information can come out when more agreements come out. But instead, she uh, just sat there stubborn. Okay, I got you. You want her to utilize the drug dealer strategy. You know, the t- first taste is free, then you got to pay for the rest. That's the only way of life. <laughs> That's my philosophy on life. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> so at this point in the game, everybody starts their politicking. We see that Evelyn wants to volunteer, but she doesn't want to go against Kellyanne. Uh, Robin is starting to feel like the Alliance thinks that she's a threat, which only exacerbates, you know, all the claims that, you know, she's always paranoid. And her and Dan seem to be getting closer. So I'm sure that is going to to, um, turn out really, really well, (laughs) Robin and Dan. So at this point, TJ arrives and Rachel volunteers. She says that Ashley and Kellyanne should go in too. And both of these ladies are going to be rookies. Robin is not having that shit. She already stated that she wanted to go in and she feels like Rachel's edging her out. Was it a fucked up move for Rachel to try to get two rookies into a face-off, almost guaranteeing her victory? Bananas. No, she wants the key. Okay. Oh, uh, <laughs> I didn't know you are saying names. Sorry. Yeah, but no, she wants the key. awful like, like Antonio. All right. He said um, bananas, and I have bananas to go with my name, too. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Female bananas. Female bananas. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> I mean, at this time, you kind of expect it. I mean, rookies are always going in first during this era of the challenge. And I think it was a smart move for Rachel, but it does come with consequences because, you know, especially what happened that before between Robin and Johanna. I mean, Robin said she was calling herself into um, elimination, whatever they call it. So you have to assume, you know, she's she's hurt, and you know Rob and how she is. She starts to spiral down, and it's just a bad time for Rachel to do. Especially, she could have waited a week. I feel like, especially because Robin probably didn't want to go up against two rookies, maybe one if anything. But yeah, it was just a bad time. I think it's a smart strategy. I think it would have been a clear and easy win, whether she. Uh, beat everybody or whether she didn't she still was going to end up with a key no matter what so it was a smart strategy uh didn't you know even if it didn't work out it's way i would have gone so the mob is definitely going to be behind robin so they can have control over a large portion of the votes for some reason the mob thinks that rachel is the biggest threat at this point of the game and kellyanne knows that she has to win or she is going to go home so after the vote it looks like robin Rachel and Kellyanne are going in and Evelyn has her money on Kellyanne and the mob wants Kelly gone and they want Robin to stay and they feel like Rachel is the biggest threat. 
Do you guys feel that Rachel is the biggest threat to the mob at this point of the game? No. I don't think so either. I feel like she's the leader of the um, other side of the house, really. I mean, yeah. I wouldn't say, I wouldn't really say, ah. Uh, she's already said she doesn't want to make allegiances to people, so it's she's one person. I don't know, I feel like Rachel and Evelyn are both tied, but I feel like since Rachel has the bigger alliance, I feel like Rachel's more of a threat, because Evelyn really has Kellyanne, and that's it. Rachel has a few people on her side, and that's going to come into play later on, because... Want more? If you have more people on your side, that's more votes coming your way. Well, yeah, but let's not sell it short. If Ev has Kellyanne, then that means they also have Kohada. Okay, that's one vote. Rachel has who? Robin. Uh, um, I'm trying Jen. to think. Jen. Ryan. Ryan. That's already more. That's already what? Two more people than Kellyanne and Kohada. Come on. That's a good point. Let's go ahead and move on to the third face-off. <laughs> So the challenges arrive, and the third face-off for the island is called The Wreck. Out there in the water are three sets of parallel bars made with bamboo. When I say go, you guys are going to make your way onto those parallel bars, keeping in contact with both bars at all times. If for any reason you touch the water or let go of either one of those parallel bars, then you're going to be out of the face-off. The object of the rack face-off is to hold it for as long as you can. It's physical, it's mental, it's endurance. This is what this island is about. You may reposition yourself, but if you lose contact with either bar, even for a moment, then you're going to be out. At certain times during this face-off, I may ask you to move into specific positions. <laughs> if you do not assume the proper position, you'll be out of the face-off. The last person standing on that rack will win today's face-off. So today's prize is going to be tickets to the premiere of Nick and Nora's Infinite Playlist. So the challengers all get on the rack, and they're all in the uh, sitting position. And I really hope you guys seen this episode, because at one point Johnny says something, and Kellyanne looks over and flips off Johnny. And the look she gives him is fucking iconic. I don't know why, they don't, I don't know why that's not a gift. I'm going to work on that, and I'm going to get that up as soon as possible. So after 30 minutes of sitting on his rack, TJ moves them into a lean-over position where they're all sitting down, their legs extended on the bar in front of them, and they have to lean over and grab the bar with their hands. Super uncomfortable. After one hour, Robin lets go. She's the first lady out. At this point, Johnny realizes it's better for Kellyanne to stay because her alliance is only Kohada and Ev, and they don't have any influence over everybody. It's just those three. So after two hours, it comes down to Rachel and Kellyanne. Kellyanne is struggling. She's moving her body. Rachel is also getting very stiff. And she just lets go. And she loses the face-off. Rachel loses the face-off to Kellyanne. I don't think anybody really seen that coming, except for maybe Evelyn. Kellyanne gets the prize, and she shares it with Kahada, and she's going to get the key. Now, this is where things get very interesting. Rachel goes to the mob, and she pleads to Kenny and Bananas that she would do anything if they back her up. This is where we're at right now, and I understand that you guys question my loyalty. I understand this. But what I'm trying to say is that I'm looking at you guys right now, and I'm telling you, if you guys get me out of here, I will lead whatever ship you want me to do in whatever direction you want me to lead it. Rachel knows how to play this game. Robin does not. Rachel is a proven scumbag veteran, saying she would do anything short of having a menage a trois with the two of us in order to keep her in this game. You guys tell me next week, Rachel wants you to go back in. I'll go back in if that's what you want. What if right now because you're feeding us a load of and you 
I'm feeding you a load of Johnny. This isn't a hack. No, it comes down to like awesome Jen. <laughs> Listen, if it came down to you guys and her, then I have your back. Please, Kenny, please, Johnny, I promise. I will do anything it takes to win. Maybe I'm untrustworthy, but this is a game. And if we don't play it, we get played. I promise you guys, you can trust me more than you can trust her after this. And it seems that Rachel sells her soul to the mob, and they agree that Robin got to go. So here goes the big money question. What do you guys think of Rachel selling her soul to the mob to get a stay of execution? Becky. I think it's a smart move. It's the only move she really has to try and stay in the game. She knows that she has made them mad continuously, has attacked Bananas in the past. She was the leader of trying to get him to go out. So she really needs him on her side. And if she decides that, and if he decides that she's gone, she needs him. So she needs to cut a deal or she's screwed. And she knows it. All right. Bananas. What do you make of Rachel selling out? She didn't really have anything else to do at this point. She needed the numbers for her to stay and making a deal with the devils, you know, was something she needed to do. Yeah, I wouldn't have bought that even if she tried it with me. So I don't think Rachel was in any position to try to make an alliance like as a, as a last minute saving grace because she already said multiple times she didn't want one. So then for her to turn around and try to make one to save herself, it just made no sense to me. I, don't, I wouldn't have saved her. Yeah, it does seem like she's betraying who she is, you know, uh, personality-wise and, and who she is herself. So so let's go ahead and move on to the elimination. At this point, the two challengers have to make a plea to the rest of the group for a chance to stay into the game. So Robin's up first, and she immediately... What the fuck? Who has road rage? <laughs> yeah. Someone by my house. Robin immediately breaks out into the waterworks. And she apologizes for making it a difficult decision. She asks the group to look into their heart and give her a chance to prove her worth. She also mentions that she can sail, which everybody bursts into laughter over. Did I mention I can sail? <laughs> <laughs> now, Rachel's up. And you know what? It's, it's better if I let her tell you. I know that I've had discussions today with a lot of different people. And I realized today that we compromise our integrity sometimes in this game. And I'm not willing to do it. I'm not willing to join something in order to throw someone else under the bus. Once Rachel starts her plea, she starts talking about integrity. And I basically feel like she's letting me know that she would never send Jen home. You know, it comes down to, like, awesome Jen. If it came down to you guys and her, and I have your back. She's taking back her word, which isn't cool with us because Jen's not in the alliance. After that turn of events, everybody starts voting. The voting is down to 6-2 Rachel, and it looks like Robin is going home. After Rachel says what she says, Johnny has a change of heart. He doesn't trust her. He goes ahead and turns the tide. Everybody in the mob votes for Rachel, and Derek is the final vote. Derek decides he is not going to break rank, and he votes for Rachel and she's going home, and he stays with the Alliance. So Rachel is done. Her season is over, and Robin gets the key. Let me ask you guys, was it smart for the mob 
to turn on Rachel, even though she said she wouldn't follow through with the plan. Bananas. 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 All right. Um, sorry. What the, what the fuck was that? That was dope. <laughs> What's that? Some type of reverb. Okay, then. <laughs> That's my fault. Echo. <laughs> Honestly, I think they should have kept Rachel and got rid of Robin. I feel like Robin's more toxic, toxic to the house. And if you saw early in the episode, Robin knows about boats. And at the end of the day, we all know Robin's not going to be on their boat. So why keep her around? Well, Robin does have a lot of history with the mob. Yeah, but I feel like, I don't know. I also like Rachel better than Robin, so it's a little little biased. It's what she deserves. If she doesn't want to live up to the deal, why should they live up to theirs? So she made the mistake. She backed out, and it is what it is. I I understand why people would want to still pick Rachel, because she is a strong competitor. But if she... If she doesn't want to play the game, she's going to get sent home. She knew she would get sent home because of it. So, Okay. Beto. I'm with Becky. She knew what she was doing. There was no way that she thought it was going to go in her favor. I have no idea if she did think that. I have no idea why. So, yeah. She got what she deserved. I agree with you guys 100%. Um, she knew what she promised. Uh, she knew what she promised. I don't think she had any intention of following through or keeping that promise. I do applaud the fact that she let them know while voting and didn't wait till afterwards because that would have been some real snake shit. So at least she was honest about that. But at the same time, Robin is is most likely going to be a swing vote for them and it'll be an easier swing vote. It's going to be easier for them to get Robin to vote their way than it is to get Rachel to do it. So Rachel sold her own faith and it is what it is. So. After the elimination, Jen is in her feelings and she's on her own now. And she has to develop a strategy that doesn't require Rachel that's going to get her to the final. All right. So that's going to wrap for episode three of The Island. There's a lot of other stuff going on in the uh, reality TV. Big Brother is coming out pretty soon. And I'm, you know, I never really watched Big Brother that much, a couple episodes here and there. But I'm thinking. Maybe it would be really interesting if, you know, we all watched it and got together on it. What do you guys think? I mean, I plan on starting it. You know, I haven't seen any episodes at all. So I'm like, I'm just starting my first season now. and I'm looking forward to it. But I'm thinking maybe we'll do Big Brother, but maybe we'll set up a Patreon so we can have, um, you know, stuff like Big Brother, yes. maybe this upcoming season of the real world and do that. What do you guys think about that? I'm okay with it. All right. So... Make sure you guys keep a lookout. Um, the Love War Challenges shop should be up pretty soon. Uh, keep a lookout for us going over Big Brother, maybe the real world. Also, let us know what other episodes of the challenge you would like us to show. Because I think we're going to start running more episodes of the Love War Challenges Twitter. Make sure you guys send your suggestions, questions, comments, concerns to suggestions at lovewarchallenges.com. All right. That's a wrap for us. Bananas, close us out. All right, another great episode, Podstars. Hey, 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 bananas. Hey, hey. Yes, it's fucking annoying when, when somebody does it to you, isn't it? Close this off. <laughs> Honestly, I, I didn't really care. Another great episode, Podstars. Hope you enjoyed it. Make sure you stay updated by following us on Twitter and Instagram at LWC Podcast. 
Join us up on Facebook at facebook.com slash lovewarchallenges. Also, check out our website, lovewarchallenges.com. Make sure while you listen to us on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, or SoundCloud, give us those five stars, give us a great review, and most importantly, make sure you subscribe. Have a great day, posters. Peace. Bye. Are we really going to do Big Brother? I We can. Wait, I'm so bummed because it's not live. I thought it was live. It is not live. I'm just gonna. No, first week is it for the daily competition on air two days after. Don't we gotta get the live streams or something like that? Yeah. Yeah.